Hiring the right talent can be a game changer for your small micro business, but it can also be a minefield filled with potential risks. How do you spot the perfect fit and what happens when you make the wrong hire? Past podcast guest Dirty South Mycology recently learned what happens when you hire the wrong person, and we're going to find out exactly what happened, how it happened, and what you can do to keep it from happening to you. Whether you're a vendor or a customer of some of these Myco vendors, stay tuned to learn how to avoid these bad situations and save yourself time, energy, and money. You're listening to the Myco Geeky Podcast, a podcast that inspires people to grow mushrooms at home to improve their mental, emotional, and physical health. Most people call him geeky, and he is a passionate mushroom cultivator advocate and educator every week he sits down with fellow cultivators mushroom educators scientists and therapists to discuss the various ways people can approach mushroom cultivation and how mushrooms can be used to improve their lives all right what's up everybody welcome to the Michael geeky podcast the podcast that goes deep so you can level up your at-home mushroom cultivation game i'm your host Michael geeky and we got a great show for you tonight um, so you, uh, I'd say probably one of my most popular episodes, uh, was the dirty South Myco episode. It was a solid episode. Um, a lot of positive feedback. I think being on the show did a, a fair amount for uh, dirty South. He got a lot of business after being on the show and, uh, rightfully so, you know, he, he's doing some good work. He's enthusiastic. People wanted to see what, what his genetics were all about anyway, but Sadly, um, as uh, as you guys may or might not have heard, uh, he hired somebody who ultimately caused him all sorts of problems. This hired a guy to help him, you know, prep, prep culture and and get it out to you guys, and it didn't work out uh, in kind of a big bad way. So anyway, I reached out to uh, Dirty South and said, "Hey, man." I think this is uh, this is podcast worthy. This is something people would like to hear your side of the story on. Um, and uh, I, I think my from what I saw, he handled the situation uh, quite well. And I, I think it was worth um, elevating the dialogue. Have occasionally get people go, why are you talking about micropose? Why are you talking about the business side of things? Well, because the business keeps this all going, right? Like if people don't have XLSA bags, if people don't have culture, if people don't have stuff to work, there's no community. So I, I think it's fair to talk about this. If that's not your cup of tea and you don't want to hear about it, it's okay. You don't got to watch this episode. Um, but I think even if you're just buying genetics from people, I, I think it's uh, worth hearing uh, Dirty South's story and uh, what he learned from the situation and how he made it right. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to get into that tonight. But first, I, I want to quick shout out my Discord mods. Um, you know, I've been gone. Mexico, NAMA, Ohio Mush Fest, foraging in the woods a lot lately. And, you know, I, I've been getting out of the basement and um, the the whole while not spending as much time in Discord. But but my mods are holding the fort down, keeping it going, answering questions for people. So I really appreciate you guys. And I cannot wait to get you guys on the show. Um, also, I want to shout out all my Patreon supporters. You guys uh, are absolutely fantastic. You guys are, uh, you know, 
getting bills paid. You guys are enabling me to be able to afford to go, you know, like to Mexico and NAMA. Um, that would not be happening without the Patreon support. If you guys like those episodes, if you like hearing about that, if it gets you excited about mycology, you want to see more of that stuff, uh, please consider supporting me on Patreon. I would really appreciate it. Patreon.com backslash Michael Geeky. Uh, if you're on a phone app, you're going to have to go to like a web browser, look my name up that way, and then link it through there. Um, you can't search it within the, the Patreon app itself because it's uh, considered adult content. So anyway, only fungi, right? Uh, so thanks again. Uh, appreciate my discord mods, appreciate my Patreon supporters. I, pre I appreciate all my viewers. Um, you know, this is why I do it. Uh, I, I have noticed in the last month, I've been getting some, some new comments, new feedback. Uh, people seem to really like seeing me get out, uh, c connect with the community, connect with, you know, random mushrooms growing in the woods. I like all that stuff too. So uh, I, I can definitely say that has been a joy and I really look forward to doing a lot more of that here uh, in the coming years. Um, with that said, fall's approached. It's knocked on the door. It says, geeky, it's time to put away the shorts, pull out the pants. Um, got to pull out the flannels here. The leaves are dropping. I already got leaves in my front yard. So, um, you know, fall and winter, for me, definitely means going to be cultivating a lot more. Uh, I booked quite a few cultivators uh, for some upcoming podcasts. So we're really going to be focusing on uh, integration as well as cultivation. So, you know, we're going to go deep on how to grow them and grow them better. And then we're going to talk about how to use the medicine and use it better. So a uh, lo lot of good stuff uh, coming up. I'll just do a quick, uh, I've had a lot of people ask questions about, well, how do you, I want to get into taxonomy. It seems fun to identify all these mushrooms. Well, where do you start? So I've talked to a few people recently. Uh, I was just out foraging yesterday with a handful of locals, uh, Don King included. And we were talking about how, uh, you know, is there a hike you like to go on? Is there uh, you know, a little trail you take your dog when you go on a walk or something like that? Um, pick, pick a place you go to a lot and make that kind of your place and s decide you're going to become the expert on the mushrooms on that trail or by that little lake or, you know, that little stretch of woods, even if it's just your backyard. Um, I have probably had almost 50 species of mushrooms pop up just in, on my property. It's a small little piece of property, but a lot of mushrooms. So start there. And, uh, the first thing you want to do buy a book like this. You know, I live in Ohio, so I got a little Ohio mushroom field guide. I bought a, I don't know where it is, but I, hold on. I bought this book, Mushrooms and Macrofungi of Ohio in the Midwestern States. And our, our buddy, where, let me do this right, Walt Sturgeon, who was just both at NAMA and the Ohio Mushroom Festival. Uh, he was there to uh, help, help us figure out mushrooms. You know, start, start real local. And, uh, you know, if you want to pick a genus, if you're like, I like boletes, there seem to be a lot where I'm at. So then learn about boletes, whatever it is. But anyway, getting a little book doesn't hurt. I also picked up, uh, recently at the Ohio mushroom festival. Um, finally got a chance to, uh, chit chat a little bit with, uh, William Padilla Brown. And, uh, I've been wanting to grow cordyceps for a while. And I saw he had culture, he had his book. And so, had to get me one of these books right here. Cordyceps Cultivation Handbook, 45 bucks. 
autographed by the man himself. Um, that's this is the book. That's the first book on it. So if you're gonna start anywhere, start there. So uh, stay tuned. This this winter, I'll be growing cordyceps, and we'll be talking more uh, with him and, and and with a few other uh, cultivators just to try to learn a little bit more about cordyceps. Cordyceps are absolutely legal, and they have uh, pretty pretty amazing medicinal benefits. Um, so stay tuned for more of that. And then you know, there's some pretty picture books. We got Mushrooms in North America, the new Audubon book. They did do something kind of weird. I'm going to call them out on this. Where is it here? So, you know, you got guys like Alan Rockefeller and, um, I mean, just all sorts of people that are out. They they got really fancy cameras. They take a lot of time. Uh, Sky James uh, down in Mexico was taking amazing photos. Jordan Jacobs taking some amazing photos. I mean, if you haven't seen his at photos from, from the Mexico trip, you should definitely go check out his IG. But anyway, uh, so the back of this, uh, I love this book, by the way, amazing pictures, very useful, a lot of mushrooms in here, uh, a great, uh, great starting point. And yeah, it's like 25 bucks, but then the photography credits for this book says, please note, we've provided full names of the photographers where possible. Some contributors are known by usernames, which we also wish to credit. So there's like, if you look through this, man, it's ridiculous. Look at this. Right, like, oh, Caitlin. Oh, you credited Caitlin. Thanks, Audubon Society. <laughs> like, you had to, I, I, I guess when you sign up for iNaturalist, if, if you don't know what you're doing, you can, like, grant credit to, to use all the photos there. So, uh, you know, you guys getting on iNat, you got to decide, do you want just anybody using your photos, especially if you're taking great photos for me? If I spent all that time, energy, and money taking a great photo, I would at least want to be credited for it. I've talked to Alan. He makes all his stuff available. You're just supposed to credit the guy for his photos, right? Uh, seems like the least you can do if uh, if somebody goes through the energy of of taking good photos, getting out there and, and finding the mushrooms. All right, another book. So my friend uh, Sarah, she was uh, at the Ohio Mushroom Festival. She is also just killing it submitting um uh, samples to Kyle Cannon for DNA sequencing. Anyway, one of her, in her little stack of books, she had this book I had not seen before. So I bought it, Mushrooms of the Midwest by uh, Michael uh, Kuo or Co and Andrew Methvin. Um, yeah, he's got a real cool uh, website, uh, mushroomexpert.com. It's great for for all that stuff. So anyway, just where we're going, I'm trying to wrap up the the taxonomy thing for a little bit. Well, we might be doing some focused content on genus, you know, like uh, traits of genus and family and things like that down the road. But but for now, just wanted to kind of tell everybody where I was at. That's you're going to get to watch me learn and grow and, and evolve over time. So uh, yeah, do it with me, man. You know. If you're interested in this kind of stuff too, let's let's go. Let's let's learn from each other. That that's what that that's what this is all about. Is just learning from each other. Every we can't one person can't learn it all, but we can all uh, collectively learn a lot. So that's the plan. All right, shifting gears. Back here. Sorry, got a OCD. I had had to stack my books back up. All right, so. Um, I sat down earlier, uh, I think it was before I went to NAMA uh, with Dirty South Mycology to talk about the situation. So why don't we just get into it? All right. Dirty South Myco in the house. What's up, dude? What's up, man? 
just uh, trying to make it. Just trying to make it. I hear you. Same, yep. same, same over here. Just doing the grind. Um, well, you know, we, for a while, man, we talked all the time, every day, nonstop. Yeah. And then you got famous. And then I, no, you got, it's your fault. It's your fault. No, man. Then I, well, okay. So maybe we both got a little too popular, but yeah, I had you on the podcast and, you know, I just watched you just, you know, you couldn't keep up. And, and, and one day, uh, I had somebody message me and say, Man, one of my friends, she uh, she got some contaminated cultures from Dirty South, and I said, "The f- she didn't get contaminated cultures from him. Oh, no possible way." <laughs> so I reached out to you, and uh, and you're like, "Oh God, let me tell you this story." So anyway, we're here today. We're we're both gonna you know find out what you're up to, but we're also I, sure. I think it's really important to tell this story, and I have yet to find anybody willing to tell this kind of story. You know, but of course you're willing because you're here for the long haul. You're building a brand. You're you're a passionate mycologist, and and you know you're you're not gonna you're, you just gotta gotta make it right. So let's go all the way right. back. Let's go back to you know, Dirty South is doing genetics work, developing sure. awesome cultures um, yep. to the point where you go. Okay, I think I gotta I gotta hire somebody to help me. Yeah, over, so. everybody was showing so much love, and and it just begun. It became harder and harder for me to keep up with that and continue to work on my projects and everything. So I thought I'd let a friend, you know, help me out uh, filling orders. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a a task for him. You know, he was unemployed and. I, you know, thought, oh, you know, I'll show you how to pull syringes and, and that'll be that. You just do it like I show you and, right. and we're golden. And, uh, yeah, it didn't. Best laid plans of mice and men. Yeah. Okay. So you knew this guy, he was unemployed. He needed a job. You're going to pay him a, a, a fair amount of money. And sure. this, sh- this should have been a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he seemed genuinely, he seemed genuinely interested in mycology. Like, like right. he really w- wanted to learn, yeah, the craft enthusiasm, right? That's sure, it's rare, sure, sure, sure. And okay, so so you bring him in. I am assuming you gave him extremely good training on, you know, this is for first off, this isn't terribly complicated. Oh yeah, it's not that hard. Overabundance of caution, soak right. everything right. in isopropyl. It's not like that. It's right. not. In front of a flow hood, in lots front of, of a nice ISO. flow hood, in front of a nice flow hood, yeah. And yeah, so so what was he doing ultimately when you started getting, um, you know, finding out? Well, the thing, the thing that made me go stop, you know, uh-huh. stop what you're doing was I saw him filling syringes one day. You know, I had lost a few cultures, and I was trying to figure out why they were going bad, and. I look over and I see this dude and he's filling orders. <laughs> he's got the jar sideways with the syringe in it and he's shaking it like this. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You know, the, the filter patch is soaking wet. And I'm, you know, I'm going back and I'm looking at all the other jars and I'm like, look at all this staining on all these patches. Like, this is why everything is going bad. And, you know, it was, it was bad. And then I had to go in and, and, you know, multiple times 
I reached out on IG and, and if you know, not everybody's going to come back and, and email you if something is messed up. Right. So there was multiple times on IG that I put, you know, posts up and I was like, Hey, if you got something that's screwed up, I am in the process of fixing that for everyone. So right. please reach out, you know? And, but uh, now also that's because of how the screw up occurred. It was hard. You got to start from scratch, right? Or you got to right. go through the long process of cleaning up culture. So you already got people upset. Right. But you got to, you you know, you got to start from scratch on a lot of these cultures. You got to remake a bunch of LC. So this is not like an easy, this is something that I want viewers to understand. And anybody who's trying to, trying to vent to also understand is if you make a, a big screw up, even if it's just your most popular liquid culture and you got to start from scratch on it, you're going to have upset customers for months before you can get remotely back back into the swing of things. And then right. once you get back in the swing of things, you got to decide, am I opening up new orders or I'm going to have a period of time where I'm just trying to fulfill old orders. Now, of course, just fulfilling old orders isn't bringing in any money. And like most people, this is a source of income. So you're, you're in a real predicament. It's very difficult to navigate that. And so this is right. We're not going to target. There's not a 90 day return policy. Um, it's not amazon.com. You, you know, you're dealing with a small business. You're dealing with someone who's trying to make things right, but it's a process. I hear this right. time and time again, where it's like, oh, uh, you know, I received some dirty swabs. All right. Well, so he might not have any swabs anymore. So now you got to wait for him to get more swabs if that's the thing you want. That's yeah. why a lot of times people want to substitute. So I, I think two things. One, Everybody should try to make it right. You did the absolute right thing and are still maybe here and there trying, you know, doing the right thing. I, to think, I think there's like one or two uh, orders that are in the process of getting. Yeah, but you're get you're getting there. Uh, the couple people I knew of. I would I, venture I, to say I'm done. I'm done. Finally, I think. Fingers crossed. Right. Yeah. Fingers crossed. So, um, so yeah, he just wrong tech. And this, I think there's another lesson here. I, I gave him too much freedom and, and, and that's right. my fault. That's, yeah. that's sure. But I mean, look, any job, there's a training period. You're shown how to do it. Yeah. If at sure, any point sure. in time, you want to switch up how you were trained you know, the right thing to do is to go back to your, your employer and go, Hey, well, could I do it this way? Is that okay? If he had done that, it, maybe you'd only had one jar. Right. But again, this is, this all goes into, you know, you're trying to help out a buddy. He's unemployed. He's enthusiastic. It all makes sense in your head. And yeah. maybe eight out of 10 times that would work out. But uh, so I think the real lesson is you got to keep your eye on people you hire. You just got to make sure, you know, for quality control reasons, you got to make sure they're right. doing everything right. Right. And 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 another thing that the guy was testing cultures, like I told him, I, I told him, water agar is for cleaning up cultures, right? Water agar is not for testing a culture. Oh. to see if it's clean or not. It's for cleaning up a culture. So I was like, if you drop it to water agar, the contaminant is probably not going to grow on it. Right. So you're not going to, you're not going to know. I was like, right. and I caught him using water agar for test plates. 
And he was like, look, it's clean, you know? Right. And now, and of course you, right. You just hire this guy. You're kind of like, Oh, great. I can get back to what I love. I got him trained. I mean, it all makes sense. I I don't necessarily, you know, you're not a major corporation. I, I don't, you, you seemingly, uh, handled it well. I think just in hindsight, you just can't, you can, you can, it's easy to go, well, this is not that hard. I can show you today how to do this and then I'll watch you today. And, and it seems like you got things. Yeah. Done. Like I sat and filled orders with him a few times and like, right. I was like, this is how I do it. This is how you should do it. You know? Right. So yeah, just a little bit more supervision, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. You got to, got to, got to play there. This is why I had a job one time where all I was, was a supervisor. I didn't have to do anything. I had to watch other people do work. And I had one employee that was really upset about that. Like, oh, you just sit there. And I'm like, that is literally what I got hired for. And don't you worry about me. I've, I've done plenty of hard work in my life. But right now, my job me, is to honey. make sure you are doing your job. That is literally what my employer hired me to do. Make sure you're doing your job. So, yeah, that's uh, I think that's important. And that's a tricky situation, right? We're like... In hindsight, why are they enthusiastic about, about about being around a bunch of mushrooms? Who knows? Maybe for other nefarious reasons. Obviously, I'm not claiming that to your guy, but I, I have also heard well, those, those stories where, oh, oh, you were really enthusiastic about working around all of my stuff that obviously lots of people love to get their hands on. And next yeah, thing you know, yeah. Well, you know, obviously the, the job comes with some perks. Yeah. But, right. you know. Yes. Exactly. What um, time of day you choose to take advantage of those perks matter. Matters. Yeah. 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 It's true. I mean, right? You can't show up to work drunk. You probably shouldn't also show up no. to work tripping on Just, five grams of shrooms that you ate for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I like my eggs, but, and, and I like a Denver omelet, but I, you know, the mushrooms I'm putting them in them are, if I'm going to go to work that day, it's probably not the psychoactive kind. Oh, yeah. Well, so, um, that, and then the PR for the situation, because I can tell you in my experience, I've had a couple people, I've had a couple well-known vendors, um, who I was like, wow, this is great. He responded to me. I'm going to get cultures from him. And then I get cultures and they're all bad. And so then I'm like, do I just part ways or do I, you know, I really respect this guy. Do I go back and say they're contaminated? So one instance I'm thinking of, I went back, I said, Hey man, I, I don't know if you know this, but literally everything you sent me was contaminated with three different forms of contamination. Here's the photo out of cold storage or something like yeah, that. Just, you know, hadn't been pulled in a while. And, uh, so he was like, cool, let me make it right. And at the end of the day, uh, I mean, he finally just came back and said, you know, it looks like these are bad. I don't have them. If you want to wait six months, you know, maybe I can get them. And I was like, okay, let's just, just, just to kind of move through this. What else do you yeah. got? And so that's a, another just warning for people who are buying liquid culture. Um, I think the best time to buy liquid culture is somebody goes, Hey, I just got this on liquid culture. Great time to buy liquid culture. If your guy's got shelves and that stuff is like literally growing fruit on, on the surface of the water and this is really old liquid culture and it hasn't been tested, it's fair for you to go, hey, how often do you test your liquid culture? The pull you're doing right now, when was the last time you tested it? These are all things that 
might seem annoying to the vendor up front, but if you say, Hey, you know, I'll buy, I'll buy a hundred, $200 worth of liquid culture from you. If I can know it's been recently tested, it might piss him off for a second, but at the end of, end of the day, you might actually save him from a bad situation. So I would encourage people to be asking those kind of questions. I also really encourage you to fresh liquid culture is great liquid culture. That is you, you want to buy from a vendor who is moving a lot of liquid culture and is re-upping and, and, you know, uh, refreshing the liquid culture, testing it pretty regularly. Yeah. My, my thoughts, my thoughts on, on liquid culture and performance that you get from liquid culture, mm -hmm. it's all in how young and healthy the mycelium is. So Good people thing. that are just expanding LCs like, Oh, I'm almost out. Let me make a new jar. And they just expand it. That's not going to perform right. the same. So for me, it's always like on to the next one, get the next generation going, keep the mycelium young and healthy and right. keep that selective cloning and swabbing going. So like if I run a jar out, ideally I, I'm in the process of updating that culture. Right. I, that's the healthy way to do it. I think, you know, this practice that came from commercial farming where they're knocking up just an insane number of, of, of blocks. Yeah, you know, it was a practice. It was a innovation that just was was bred out of practicality. Like, just oh my god, I, how do we knock up all these? Can we speed things up a little bit? And so, hundred percent, right? These liquid culture shouldn't be long term storage. It shouldn't be okay. Cool, I made six hundred cc's of liquid culture. I pulled two hundred. It's going to sit on the shelf for another year, and I'll just keep pulling off of it. I I, th I think you're right. That is probably not the way to go. You sh you should want relatively fresh liquid culture. Yeah, L little baby myceliums in that liquid culture is what <laughs> you want. Yeah. Um. So. So right, this process of uh, making things right. This is kind of why I was getting into that story. Some people are not going to come at you. They're going to just go screw that guy. I can't believe he sent me contaminated stuff. And that's difficult because, like you're saying, you're trying to build a brand. And right. so you're like, no, you know, I want to really make sure everybody knows if, if they got something that wasn't great, reach out to me. Um, right. I think so I did a, that a couple of times on IG. That's a process. I mean, right. but it's a long process. So anyway, I just want people to, both people buying to know this stuff does happen. Sometimes you can't plan for it. Sometimes, you know, it's absolutely the person's fault. And sometimes it's, uh, you know, indirectly their fault, but either way. What you want is a vendor who is willing to make things right, even if maybe it's going to take a minute or just like, how will it, are they just like, screw you? Sorry, dude. You know, don't do business with that guy anymore. But yeah. if you got a guy going, I identified the problem. I, I have taken care of that. And now I'm in the process of trying to make it right. You just got to have a little bit of patience. You know, you got to play a little bit longer game, make sure they're willing to make it right. And from what I've heard so far, that's exactly what you did. I am absolutely glad you're coming out the other side of that dark tunnel. It's not a good place to be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, I mean, it, it really, it really hurt, uh, business. It really I'm hurt sure. sales for a minute. It really did for a minute, but I feel like now it's finally starting to, you know, recover. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you're I, you're making it right. So the message, mm -hmm. you know, people talk like people for everything you see posted on Instagram. 
there's a hundred conversations that are happening in DMs. And so if you're trying to make it right slowly, but surely the message will be, oh, you know, he did eventually make it right. Or, oh, you know, wah, wah, wah. it took me two months, but he, he made it right. Yeah. And then people go, oh, okay, cool. All right. Oh, a mistake happened. All right. He's trying to correct it. You know, it's, it's just going to be a process. So I think that's great um, that you're willing to do that. Um, yeah, pretty much for, for a month and a half. So it'll be like a month yeah. and a half after I after yeah. I fixed it to to finally get everything fixed and new cultures up and right. and in the process you know it, it's forced me uh not forced me but really it it, it kind of allowed me to run everything in my repertoire I'm in the All process right. of running everything and updating everything so right. uh you know the silver practicing, lining practicing what I'm preaching you know. Right. That's great. The um, So if you can learn from your mistakes, guys, right? Anybody watching this, right? Every time you get a contam tub, every time something doesn't go your way, you always in, in this cultivation game uh, practice that, that we do, you should always be trying to go, why did this happen? What can I learn from it? How can I prevent this bad outcome from happening in the future? If you're doing that, you're growing as a cultivator. Remove right. variables. That's how you figure out what the hell is happening. Is Remove variables. Yes. Couldn't agree that's more. What I, that's Keep what I simple. did. What's yeah. the simplest way? This is all the newbies. They, they want to grow the hardest thing first. They want to use all the amendments. They want to do a hundred different, you know. Yeah, run it things. in a bag. Sterilize your sub. Remove variables. Just Remove run it. Whatever. Yes. Couldn't agree more. And then later, if you want to start playing games, play those games, but sure. remove variables. Yeah. So employees, variables, business partners, variables. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, start with yourself, get, build yourself. And if you ever bring anybody on, keep an eye on what's going on. I think that's, that's the message. And then also, um, I, I have, like to micromanage. That was, that was the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you don't have a choice. You yeah. can hire a supervisor to micromanage them, but then you got to still manage the supervisor. So yeah. the minute you have an employee, oh, trust me, I know. I had a, I, I was a business owner for a while. I had employees. It is, it's why I don't do it anymore. It, it, <laughs> it is, it's difficult to have employees for sure. Because um, you, the minute you take on that role, you, it's harder to do the other things. So if you really want to write, like I hired this guy so I could get back to what I love, but unfortunately some, some portion of that doesn't get to be just that you can't just let them go. Cause right. at some point in time, they're going to go, well, I'm not getting paid enough and uh, I don't like doing it this way. Just inevitably happens. Yeah. Well, well you find out common sense isn't always common. So like yes. things, things that, you know, I might think, you know, or not right. think to do somebody else might think, Oh, this is a good idea. You know, like they just don't know. It's true. Um, but what you didn't do, and I've talked to other people. Uh, I think the person that I've talked the most about this with is uh, James Cruz. And he, he's told me, he said, you know, he saw so many people that when they'd get themselves in, in, in a, in a corner, you know, they screwed something up. They didn't fulfill an order. They, whatever. Instead of making it right, 
there'd be a point where they're like, wow, this is a big screw up. They would just ghost and just start a new account. And try to rebrand. And try to rebrand. And James was like, I decided early on that was not going to be me. I was going to do what I had to do to build my brand. You're doing the same thing. Anybody that's playing that game, I respect. Anybody that's rebranding and hiding or anybody that's like one guy but's got nine accounts doing the same thing, I'm not into that. Yeah, I don't know. That's not transparent. I just got the one account. Right. I mean, even having a backup account's fine, especially if you're, you know, depending upon what your posts are looking like, but you know, you're, you're still dirty South, you know, right. you're, 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 everybody knows who you are. There's, there's, there's some people out there pretending to be me on IG as well, sure. but, but there's only the one account. Yeah. Cautionary tale. Be careful yeah. what you want. You want, you want everybody to like you and then you get the fake accounts and, and yeah. And. Yeah. It's a good sign, though. It says you've you know you've made it. People want to emulate you for a reason because yeah. your your brand mattered. So the fake account has like two thousand followers. And- Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that just happened. to natural state mycology has got a guy who he said he must have bought followers because like he came out of nowhere and he's got like five or six thousand followers. And it's just ripped off literally everything of his. Well, I had a guy, I had a guy one time steal all of my content, but he was pretending to be TTF Willie. Uh, so he had like TTF Willie's name, but all the content on his page was mine. Wow. Hey. Yeah. And he had like 10K followers or something like that. Yeah. It was like an account that he bought. Man. Yeah. Willie put a stop to that, though. That guy's account got shut down. And then my account got shut down after that because that guy probably reported me. Sure, yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with the online game is, you know, you got to be how bad you want to piss that guy off because, you know. Well, now now, now I have to screen screen my followers and and everything is private. Yeah. It's the only only way to keep from having to deal with that BS. It's true. Now, I will say, and we've talked about this a little bit on other shows, but yeah, obviously we'll have to revisit the idea. If you've been around for a while, it's not hard to spot one of these accounts. There's a vibe to it. There's definitely yeah, a vibe. Yeah. Um, even even in like the profile page, there's usually certain keywords that are said. There's dollar signs. There's certain uh, pictures you know, pictures of like Xanax bars, and it, yeah. it it's not super hard to figure out. Um, but the newbies get tricked all the time, man. They just, they don't know and, and money talks, right? So I can't tell you how many people I've heard come to me be like, oh, I, I, I paid this guy 70 bucks for a sterilizer and he never sent it to me. And it's like, well, cause it's got $70 worth of parts in it, buddy. So I, I don't know how he's making any money. Uh, and they're not easy to build. A lot of people say, oh, it's so easy. I've built if 400 of them. They're not easy. Anything. And no, it's it's still if you time. have a skill set, you sure. know. Yeah. Sure. But anybody can have one if you just want to buy one of them ZVS modules and put a plug on the end of it and have it just open air. Yeah, go for it. Do that. That's great. You should do that. But it's not always that easy. I hope you get electrocuted, buddy. Things uh <laughs> things cost money. Things safe things take time to build. Um businesses take time to build. So I'm I'm glad that you're still here. I'm glad this one didn't take you out. Um, oh yeah, no, no, no. Enthusiasm still there. 
yeah. Here for the long haul. That's what matters. All right. So um I think we've I think we've told that story. Everybody knows now Dirty South Mico is back, uh, you know, um course correction accomplished and moving forward. If you happen to be one of those people that just were like, I'm never going to do business with him again. Come on, man. Out. Just say, Hey man, <laughs> you know, you, you sent me a couple plates. They were contaminated. Give him a chance to make it right. Um, but, uh, like he was saying, hopefully he's, he's, he's fixed, uh, the problems and we can get back to what we love about dirty South Mico, which is all these cool genetics. So why don't we start talking about some of them? Cool. Right on. So you were, you're saying you're kind of revisiting, you know, your stable of horses, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the process of updating all of, of all of my cultures, you know, like stormtroopers got an update, you know, nice. stacks I've, I've been working on. Um, but you know, this is my first time really coming back, uh, to troopers right. in a minute. And right. I, it was with a brand new clone from like, uh, I think I ran a first gen troopers run and I snagged this clone of 104 gram fruit. And um, nice. the new culture is that, and it's still packing house, but the fruits are looking different. All right. Well, let's look at them. Hold on here. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Whoops. Not that I clicked the wrong button guys. Cut me some slack here. Holy crap. Where did that even come from? Good thing I can edit this later. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. So I'm going to play a trooper video. Four bags knocked with an identical, you know, all all the same culture. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, these are, these are. Okay, so it's still got the same quality of just absolutely packed. But they're looking a little. There's a little sillbilly at the end. But yeah, those are looking a yes. little more, um, a little beefier. Um, d- I dare say maybe looking a little more potent oh, yeah. too. Oh yeah, nice. And uh, I'm loving the. Sub- yeah, I did run. I did run the sillo cube. Uh huh. Okay. I did run a sillo cube test on them. And it's looking. How's it looking? Uh, like, yeah, it came out around. Eight. Roughly 18 milligrams per gram is what it was looking right. like to me visually. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know. I mean, they look good to me. Up. Oh, yeah. If, oh, yeah. If, if it I sampled the top, them, it's they hard were, to complain. Yeah, I sampled. They were good. Nice. Yeah. All right. So we got troopers are new, kind of re- reinvigorated troopers. It's like old Star Wars stormtroopers. Versus the new Star Wars movie, Stormtroopers. They're just a oh, little yeah. tougher looking, a little slicker looking. All right, oh, yeah. so let's let's look at. Uh, I got a so Billy video too. Okay, so yeah, that. Fire! Yes. Beautiful. All right. Sorry about that. Audio was loud. Hopefully, I can fix that in post. Um, yeah. So, so, so that what culture is, so, was. Yeah. What's so Billy? Let's. I don't know if you've talked about. Guy, so, um, it got its name because it was gifted to me by Silly Sybin four one five. 
originally. Right. And um, yeah, this, I, I just, you know, coined it as still Billy. So I didn't forget where it came from. I like it. But, Very cool. You know, that same block it's on its second flush now. Ooh, let's see. All right. So this is second flush from that same block. Yeah, man. I'm not complaining about that. Look at that thing. Look at that thing. Oh yeah. That's uh w- whatever the 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 genes from the um hillbilly pumpkin, you know, where they just want to get real fat. I think we're we're getting some of that there. Look at that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those look nice. Nothing wrong with those. Yes, sir. At all. I'll take it. Nice. There's Second even some, there's even too, some shit that wants to be swabbed up in there. Look at that. Look at that. Second flush. That's a nice looking second flush. All right. So we got reinvigorated stormtroopers, potentially more potent, still packing. I, I would tubs. venture to say yes. Yeah. And then now we got Sillbilly, uh, ISO of Hillbilly, which is looking, I mean, it's got a little Omni vibe to it. It's definitely looking. Uh, yeah, originally, unique. I believe it was a 246 gram hillbilly oh. clone. Okay. I mean, this thing was massive. It looked like an Amanita, mm-hmm. which is kind of what prompted me to ask him to share the cut with me. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. You know. Nice. Now, so just to revisit, because I've had a few people ask me this. Um, Let's so you you just sort of explain the origins of Sillbilly. I get it; that makes sense. I think I'll be able to remember that. For some reason, no matter how many hundreds of times people have asked me this, I always seem to forget this. But correct me if I'm wrong. Stormtroopers was tidal wave or Riptide? Was it tidal wave or Riptide? No, tidal wave. Tidal wave that reverted. It was like a less than spectacular looking title culture I had. And when I grew it out, I caught half you know, I caught some albinos and right. Those now was kinda... this, didn't you show me a tub and it was almost like half and half, like two yeah. kind of phenos. So you pulled the albino pheno from that tidal wave. Right. And work that. And that's, and it wasn't, and, and you know, stormtroopers were originally like kind of long, skinny yeah. fruits. Um, the original clone was kind of like a short squat albino, but then when I grew it out the first time they were. Yeah. yeah fun guy, mycology, he had uh, a lot of cool pictures and it was fascinating to see how he would pick a fruit to clone for a certain morphology and then it would do something completely different, but still interesting. So yeah, that's uh you know, we, we pick our clones thinking sometimes we're going to duplicate what that clone is, but it doesn't yeah, always but do. a lot of times each clone is going to have its own yeah, phenotypes that it's going to yeah. present with. And that's yeah. what I'm seeing happening with the new stormtrooper is it's, yeah, yep. it's throwing me some new stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm liking it, man. It looks yeah. cool. So, all right. It was tidal wave where you had two. I got, I'm trying to just like remember this all the times people ask me this okay and then now the new stuff you went back to an early culture or you went back to an early swab i went back to an early swab yeah yeah okay just a stormtrooper swab and then i cloned the 104 gram fruit right oh cool Uh, okay nice yeah yeah go back to swabs man never never it's never a bad call go back to swabs if you're 
the minute you're going, what do I do? means you're looking for something new. You're looking to revisit, trying to see, you know, it's a, it's a little adventure. Never, never is a bad, never is a bad call. And then also, um, you have done, I think this was brand new the first time I had you on the show. Um, but it has since become extremely popular and I'm talking about old stacks here. Oh yeah. And, and, uh, it's throwing some wild phenotypes for people too. Uh, nice. crazy bluing. And, and there's, there's been a trend where the underside of the caps, like in between the gills, you'll, there's this white fluffy growth that happens what? on some of them. Okay. And it's, and it's like fresh mycelium that keeps the caps from turning up. It's like trying to hold oh. it down. And then they get these blue, like, blue striations on the caps oh, um cool. yeah man it's it's pretty pretty but now, i like these top right here just the little ruffles around that cap that looks really cool yeah so what i was what i was saying is like you see how the caps do that and there's they get the little black nipples and everything. Yeah. Yeah. There was some that there was like that mutation that wasn't allowing them to, to turn up. So they That's stayed, true. you know, like a bell shape mm -hmm. and uh, there's none in this tub here, but uh, when they, when they were doing that, they were like looking like jellyfish. It was pretty I cool. See. Yeah. Nice man. All right. So, the reinvigorated Dirty South Mycology. We got new troopers. We got stacks doing all sorts of stuff. We got Sillbilly. Oh, yeah. and, and I already know you. You're probably playing around with five to ten other things right now. So stay tuned. Um, oh, yeah. That's great. Um, and I see, uh, you know, for those of you guys who, uh, some people watching this still don't know, I probably know I make sterilizers, which please don't order a bunch. I can barely keep up these days. But, uh, Old Dirty South, he, he got one of the very early, I'm talking, he might have like the fifth one or the sixth one. And uh, um, I don't know. I think I was your first sale off IG, you said. It might have been my first sale. Yeah. So real early, I made a few. I can't remember what community it was, but I had like some friends I did, you know, genetics trades with. And so they were some of the first, like uh, my buddy Sean was one of the very first. Um, I'm trying to think who some of the other were oh uh michael michael uh was one of my very early sales as well but yeah so you've had that it's well over a year i forget how how long it's been years now, bro years yeah. years still still chugging along and i see you made a nice customization improvement on there you got a little uh another cool sticker on there i dig it i dig it yep yeah because you know the ghost he he likes good music so he he's looking he's listening to the old uh dirty south guy uh playing some banjo the banjo yeah now didn't you you told me a story one day i think you messaged me and you were like bro my kid just like literally almost destroyed your sterilizer uh what what did he oh do? yeah I, my my i think at the time he was probably like four and a half uh -huh. just came barreling by and you know wrapped his the cord around his foot and uh, ripped the thing right off the table and oh my gosh probably sent the scalpel flying and then yikes yeah because i yeah, remember yeah. you i think it was actually 
Oh, you know what? I think actually I messaged you because I saw some picture and the coil was like all all bent up. And I was like, dude, what happened to that thing? <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, take it's like a Timex, takes a lick and keeps on ticking. Oh, um, yeah. That's cool, man. I, 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 anytime I randomly happen to see somebody uh, from back in the day that that got an early sterilizer and they just happen to be, you know, showing off a grow or something, and I, I see it in the background, def- definitely makes me feel good. Get to contribute to the community in some little way and uh, keep people working. I, I, at this point, even if I stopped making them and mine broke, there's no way I would not be using that thing. I just love using. Yeah, yeah, this thing is sweet. I don't even I don't even have the upgrade with the foot pedal or anything like that. It's I just... don't I don't either, man. I don't I've never I tried it and for me, I don't like worrying about where the pedal is and yeah, it's not my thing, but I will tell you this right now. I resisted doing the foot pedal, but people just kept being like, "Bro, I won't buy one from you if you don't have a foot pedal." Like, "Bro, when are you getting a foot pedal?" And I finally caved and now I almost don't sell any non-foot pedals. Everybody wants a foot pedal. So I'm I'm right. weird. I guess uh yeah, I like yeah. the I like the button. The button is fine for me, but yeah, it's fine uh, for me too. But I I do get it. I I can see. I think I'm just setting my ways now. I'm like an old man. I'm just used to it. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But boy, they like the old foot pedals too. So okay. Cool. We're doing foot pedals now. What are you going to do? They want to um, pay for it. Why not? Exactly. Um, so, again, guys, if you're watching, uh, you know, Dirty South, he did, you know, not everybody's going to do this. He uh, stuck to his guns. He got down and rolled up his sleeves and uh, spent the time making things right. It's not not everybody's doing it. I, I, I really applaud you for doing that. Um and obviously going forward, you know, uh, enthusiasm, supervision, all these things, uh, you know, got to be weighed overall. And I, I personally tell everybody, man, you should resist. You should do everything yourself until you absolutely cannot possibly do it. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you're never going to find an employee better than yourself. Right. And, you know, a lot of a lot of the, the things that were happening, like if somebody would order an LC and it was something that he had contaminated or something like that, I was my my instructions to him were give them an agar plate of what they ordered, but also give them a substituted LC. So, like, right. I, I'm encouraging people to do agar work, but apparently it, I, that really upset more people than I thought it would. People were mad wow. that they were getting sent to agar plates. But my thought was like, well, at least you're getting the genetic that you ordered. Right. You know, so you still have that. But like, you know, here's a different LC. Sorry that I didn't have the LC available. Now, and so I also. More people than I really thought it would. Yeah, I was. I kind of think like you, but then uh, Ed Grand has been mentioning to me. He's like, you don't understand this LC is doing a lot of things. He's like people that don't have a flow hood can grow if they got liquid culture. He goes, the minute you're working with an agar plate, now you gotta you gotta be in a still, still air box, or you gotta be least, or you yeah. gotta be in front of a flow hood. So he's like, don't don't forget what role that this liquid culture is playing on people that aren't trying to tool up, right? Not everybody's got a flow hood, not everybody's got, everybody's got uh <laughs> 
your flow hood right there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've worked up to this. I didn't. It wasn't always this. Right. My lovely. My, yes. My yeah. sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's just a point where you're like, yeah, thousand bucks for a flow hood, of course. But not everybody's going to do that. Some people that you know, they're. I I remember the first person I met where I got them growing. They had two really nice shoe boxes. Um, they harvested, they dried it, and then they're like, "Thanks." I'm like, oh, cool. What you're growing next? And they're like, oh, I mean, we're not going to grow again until we're what? out How of. How do you not catch the bug? How do you <laughs> not, how do you not yeah. catch the bug? Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> if you have a nice looking shoebox, especially. I know. Well, they, but again, they, they did reach out about a year or so later and they're like, all right, what do you got? Cause we're going to grow again. We used up all our stuff. So I, I keep telling people like, not everybody is like us. There are people who like the medicine. They enjoy growing, but they're not, they just don't have that gene that we do, which is we just can't stop growing. We just obsessed with working with these mushrooms. Right. right. And that's yeah. Fine. Obsession, yeah. And, obsession becomes passion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And goes back to obsession and then goes back to passion. And right. 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 I say passion. My wife says obsession. Who knows? Who's what's right. the difference? What's, yeah, what's the, the difference? difference? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, I think that's important, right? LC is not going anywhere. So it is important to, and, and we'll probably keep revisiting this topic a little bit. Um, Just like you said, right? He's like swishing it around and he's, and, and your filter patches are getting moist and mm-hmm. that became a vector for contamination. Like just boom. Yeah. And it happened in like one foul swoop. At first yeah. it was like one or two cultures and then all of a sudden everything was contaminated yeah. because Every, anything that I was selling, he was pulling syringes out of and he was shaking like that. And and it just was a matter of time before that all went to shit. And, right. you know. Yeah. It's too I bad. never had one. I never had one go like glow in the dark before. But one of these, one of, one of my liquid culture, it was like nuclear looking. I was like, oh, bro, okay. what did you even do? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that uh, so I think in the future we're gonna keep talking about it because uh, man, if you're vending liquid culture, um, there's a lot more opportunity for for issues. So it, it's really, you know, you better work liquid culture for a while. These days, everybody, it, we just talked on another podcast about this. The culture around here these days is like, look at my first flush, and now I'm gonna be a vendor, right? Like you just. Okay, you grew it. I mean, the sad part is there's probably people out there slinging Capri Sun liquid culture. As we speak. Yeah, as we speak. Right. (laughs) I just, I warn everybody, if you really, if you're really like, man, this could be a thing for me. It could be. But you are going to have to take time to learn the craft, right? Everybody's seen the Karate Kid, right? You got to hang out with Mr. Miyagi for a while. Learn some shit. And then you get to go show off, right? Like, just give us some time. There's a lot to this. There are people, I know people that have been growing, like, look, for example, Whitebeard, Slightly Feral, Ed Grand, Dave Wombat. Ask Dave Wombat if he thinks he knows everything. He's like, nah, mushrooms are teaching me, you know, something every day. You got to really decide to be in this for the long haul and and take your time and, and learn a few things. Sure. Otherwise, prepare for, you yeah. know, some, some, you're going to have to do a lot of ghosting, guys. And, and we're going to figure it out. It's only going to be a matter of time before we realize, 
oh, you know what? This new guy, you know who he reminds me of when I'm talking to him? Holy cow, is it that guy? And we all talk, right? We'll, 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 spot, we'll spot you eventually. So just be yourself. Pick, you know, create an identity. Stick with it. Sure. Don't do this ghosting thing, man. That that's so sure. lame. Just yeah, and then and then I had to quit posting for a little while because I was taking time to fix everything and and get everything right before I started, you know, yeah. trying to have fun and be working on my projects again. I right. wanted to make sure that everything on the other side, yeah, you know, you gotta I, get it tidy. Yeah, I think that happens to a lot of people where they have a like a little hiccup these uh, busier vendors, they get a little hiccup and you know, they don't want to, they don't want to shut down shop. It's like if you've ever worked at a factory, right? One little yeah. part breaks and they got to shut that whole thing down to get it right. Cause if they don't, they're going to really start screwing some stuff up, but who wants to do that? Right. So you keep going and then you're like, then the people you gotta, you know, make things right. You're like, yeah, but I got these new orders. I don't want to screw those up. And yeah, you get get yourself in a pickle. Got to figure out how you're going to handle it. So, yeah, yeah, just take your time, man. Everybody, take your time. Some of yeah. these decisions, they're big decisions. Somebody wants and to I, partner with you, that's a big decision. Hiring yeah. somebody, it's a big decision. And, and like when, when you order liquid culture, if you expect clean liquid culture, that means that you expect me to test it before I send it, which means you need to expect at least three days for it to get shipped because if I pull it right after you place the order and I test it, then I'm not going to know for like three days if it's minimum. Yeah. Yeah, for right. sure. And I got, I, mean, I got people, you know, virtually knocking down my door, you know, trying to, trying to get their order and it's, you know, yeah, I'm letting, I'm giving you, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to give you a week. You test it when you pull it. You haven't pulled it for a while. Okay, cool test it give me a call in a week or two i'm I'm giving you all sorts of time because i don't i don't want the rig i want i will wait to know that it's good Um, right if it hasn't been tested in two weeks and there's been multiple polls done on it i don't send it to me i i I want i'm patient i've gotten contaminated lc it's not worth it being in a hurry guys like so hear dirty south out on this This is, I know, of course, you want it fast because that's why you're ordering LC. Right. Like, trust me. Place the order. And, and, and when I see it, people, people just assume that if I, if I, if I give them the shipping info and all that, right. They just assume that it's shipped. And and in reality, you know, it hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. I mean, I, I got people, uh, no offense, I'm sure somebody's going to message me tomorrow going, were you talking about me? Guys, don't worry about it. But I'm just going <laughs> to say this. I will, like, I don't vend genetics, but sometimes I'll work something and somebody in my Discord will be like, hey, can I get that? Like, oh, that looks cool. And I'm like, yeah, just, just send me uh, 10 bucks for shipping, right? I just, I ship everything priority. So just give me, it's going to be like 928 for shipping. Right. Just give right. me 10 bucks. I'll send it to you because you're my buddy. And then, uh. And that'll be like two days later. Oh, did you ship that out? No, man, I'm busy. I'll get like, I'm yeah. sending it to you for free. Give me a minute. <laughs> just, yeah. I'll get it. I promise you I'll get it out. But yeah, people just get eager. I think that's all it is. They see, they see your flush. They hear somebody talking about stacks. And they're like, God dang, I want to grow this right now, right now, right now. Uh, sure. But patience, right? 
anybody that's been doing at-home cultivation for a while, if you haven't figured out you got to be patient about this whole game, then I don't know how you I don't know how you miss that one. So it, it's yeah. a game of patience for sure. When's this tub gonna pin? It's gonna just wait a minute. Neglect it, tech. Neglect yeah. tech is a thing, and it works. It's it's a solid tech. Is this yeah. contaminated? Wait three days. You're gonna find the answer out for yourself, buddy. Like <laughs> it's the the answer is like you said earlier. Honestly, so many times the answer is simplify your process or wait a minute. Yeah, remove the variables. Of, the amount of times those two things end up being the wisdom you need in that moment, uh, that's 90% of all the situations you get yourself in. Uh, look at that. Yeah. yeah, man, I love that one. That that morphology uh, towards the top of the, the stipe uh, by the cap is yeah, one of my favorite morphologies. The garlic bulb. The garlic bulb. The onion, yep. whatever. I'm, I'm, I, I, any morphology change at the top of the stipe, even the knurled, like the gnarled, you know, bumpy, like, I don't know, old man balls, whatever you want to call sure. it. I love that. I, I love, I love the garlic bulb. Look there was two it. of them on there. Like that. Yeah, man. I like that. That's like, which one of the three stooges is that, that, that cap looking like uh the guy with the short hair. I think that was curly. Oh, is that no. No, curly had curly hair though. Right. Or I don't right. know. I don't, I'm not an expert on the three stages. So Me neither. And this stuff looks great. All right, dude. Um, thanks for stopping by. Um, keep thanks us updated. Me, I, I feel like uh, in, uh, you know, maybe next few months, we'll we'll have a lot more interesting things to look at. And so we'll have to, you know, oh, yeah. do oh, yeah. another stop by. You, see how it's you know that Texas ghost culture? I know of it. Yeah. Um, I, I did catch a... Um, a pigmented phenotype from that. Oh, so I think it, I saw so it's this, like yeah. a, it's like a little pigmented ghost. That was yep. pretty cool. I'll be posting that pretty soon. Ooh. Well, you already know I'm interested in that one. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. You just got to say ghost and I'm there. Yeah. Yep. Cool, man. All right, dude. Well, thanks for stopping by uh, again. I applaud you for, um, you know, doing the hard work of making things right and getting back on track. And yeah. uh, you've obviously learned some lessons and uh, everybody, you know, Dirty South remains for me a trusted vendor. If you're looking for genetics, take a look at what he's got. You know, if something piques your interest, give it a try. I know hundreds of people that love working Dirty South genetics. So Thank thumbs you. up still, Thank dude. You. All right, Thank man. You. Take care, dude. Have a good one. You too, man. All right, guys. That was Dirty South Mycology with, with uh, you know, kind of an update on what he's up to. Uh talking about that whole story. Uh, first off, I just want to commend them. You know, I know a lot of people in this community, they screw up, they do something wrong, they get it wrong and they just ghost, they vanish, they start over new identity. And he didn't do that. So I commend him for that. Um, I, I think that's the way to go. You know, think about it like this. So, uh, if you know physics, right, work is force applied in a given direction. As someone who struggled with ADHD his whole life, I, I mean, I really still do, even even though the the medicine helps. Um, I can tell you if what the struggle, the sorrows of feeling scattered, of feeling like, well, for one year I'm going in that direction, then next year I'm going in that direction, then this direction, then that direction, and uh, you know, it 
it makes you feel like you're just kind of moving around and never getting anywhere. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to do that. This is always going to be me. Guys like James Cruz have decided this is, they're going to have one identity online. It's going to be their identity and they're going to, they're going to own it. Uh, dirty South mycology is doing the same thing. I, I challenge and encourage anybody, uh, who gets in a situation, man, take the time to make it right. You know, just take the time to make it right. That's, that's, that's where the growth happens, right? We're all human. We all make mistakes, but what do, what do we do uh, when we screw up? So I really appreciate that about him. And uh, man, some of the new genetics looking fire uh, as always. Uh, so if you guys are interested, you know, reach back out to Dirty South, give him another shot. Um, I will be growing some of his stuff this winter for sure. All right. So we did it. Another episode next week. Uh, I'm going to have uh, one of my old buddies on. He, um, he is a mutant master. So if you like Enigma, if you like Tattoo, Numa, if you're into the, the stable mutants, uh, he will be on. So uh, stay tuned next week for that. Until then, uh, happy mushroom growing.